It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. A new name? When will it come to life? And what it won't be? Plus Jay Gruden on the old team name and much more on this edition of the Locked On Washington Football Team podcast. Locked On Washington Football Team, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. You are locked on to the Locked On Washington Football Team Podcast. I'm your host, Chris Russell, one half of the Russell and Medhurst Show on the Team 980, Monday through Friday from 3 to 7 p.m. Eastern Time. You can also hear us on the Odyssey app. David Harrison is off tonight, and for this edition, he'll be back with a crossover Thursday edition with Patricia Trainer. From Locked On Giants. We thank you for making the Locked On Washington Football Team podcast your first listen each and every day. We're free and available on all platforms. And you can find us on Twitter at WrestleMania621 for me, at DHarrison82 for David, at LockedWFTPod for the podcast. All right, Tuesday has been a very, very, very busy day in Washington football team land, as many of you, I'm sure, found out. New, if you're a fan of the team, early on Tuesday morning, the team made an announcement. They announced Tressway and Kyle's, no, I'm I'm only teasing. They they did announce that, uh, but we'll get to that uh, when we can. They announced that on February 2nd of this year, 2022, on the Today Show, today, on NBC, we are going to find out. A new name, a new logo, a new uniform, and the great mystery will be solved. February 2nd, uh, presumably between 7 and 9, because that's when the Today Show ends. I don't have an exact time. And that's, of course, nationally televised on NBC. They care more about the soccer moms getting the information and getting all jacked up and juiced up and getting the widest possible audience than they do about having a fan event, um, going on their flagship radio station, the one that I work for, the Team 980, uh, going on their television partner, NBC Sports Washington, doing it in-house. They love that huge national TV platform. Remember, They gave Michael Strahan and Good Morning America on ABC the Jason Wright story, hiring him. NBC is broadcasting the Super Bowl a week and a half after this announcement. So I don't know if that had anything to do with it, or if Craig Melvin, who is one of their anchors and is the uh, husband to Lindsay Zarniak, who uh, used to work in and around the organization... Uh, I don't know, and he's a Redskins fan or a Washington football fan. I don't know if that was the genesis of it or if it was just NBC. I have no idea. But they love that spotlight. 
So we get this seven-plus-minute video that the team releases, and the highlight of it, what comes out in the wash, is what the name isn't. And that is Red Wolves or Wolves. And let's start there, because this was interesting. So Jason Wright said this in the actual piece. He was talking about how fan feedback has been a crucial part of the process. And over the last 18 months, and I'm quoting now, many of you have shared very vocally your love for one name in particular, Wolves, and specifically Red Wolves. We noticed this early on, and we immediately started exploring it as a serious contender. And it made it all the way through to the end stages of the process. As a result of the comprehensive vetting process that we had to go down, we became aware that these names were not viable options because of existing trademarks held by other teams. So, right away, they break every fan's heart by saying it's not going to be Wolves and not going to be Red Wolves. And I would also mention this to you, that we have been mentioning in various different times and various different ways on this particular podcast. If you listen to this particular podcast, you knew that. You knew that. So, we know it's not going to be that. What we don't know is what it's going to be. Is it going to be commanders? Is it going to be admirals? Uh, I guess defenders is still a possibility. The Washington defenders. Commanders, admirals, red hogs, warthogs. Those are all options. Red tails. Now, I think many of us have heard that they do not want red to be a part of the name. They want a complete separation. So I'm assuming that that's true. So I'm basically going to eliminate red tails, red hogs. I don't know about hogs. To me, that's the one that I would probably choose out of them all. Why? Even though it has a different connotation to some, it has the most direct connection to the history and the lineage of this organization. It honors permanently Joe Gibbs, Joe Bugle, Joe Jacoby, Mark May, um, you know, so uh, all the great offensive linemen that were a part of the Hogs and that were part of this team's history and tradition. If they really, really, really wanted to connect the tradition and the history and the football lineage and the glory days and something that fans would get and understand and I think be able to rally around, it would be hogs. It would be hogs. But instead, it could be commanders, it could be admirals, it could be defenders, it could be whatever. I mean, some people in the know have been running around with commanders saying they think it's going to be commanders, think it's going to be commanders. I'll just pull back the curtain a little bit. Usually when people in the media and people that are very well connected to the team and get fed information from the team, 
usually when they say, ah, I think it's going to be this, I think it's going to be that, I think it's going to be this, and, and it's all the same, it's generally because they've been told that. Almost always. They're not just pulling that from the sky. I mean, it, it, it's not that they're always right, but almost always they're told that. And, you know, I, I'll say this. I was told, not in these direct words, last July, so seven months ago, that it was very unlikely to be the Red Wolves or Wolves because of the exact trademark issue that was cited in the video from Jason Wright. That being said, I think a lot of people just chalked it up to the Arkansas State Red Wolves. No, no. This also very much has to do with the Minnesota Timberwolves. They did a really good job trademarking and protecting anything associated with wolves and red wolves and, and wolves. Um, well, maybe not red wolves, but uh, the word wolves and you know, then there's Red Wolves as well with Arkansas State, and I believe Minnesota has some sort of protection with that too, uh, but I'm not 100% sure. Either way, I know it wasn't just about the Arkansas State Red Wolves. The Minnesota Timberwolves were involved in this as well, and that comes from somebody on the inside. And I've been basically telling you that in different ways for seven months right here on this podcast and on my radio show. So we know what it isn't. We don't know what it is. We know when it will be. We don't know if it'll leak before then or not. We've seen parts of the uniform. There's like, uh, you know, of course, the burgundy and gold, uh, some, you know, yellow striping or some pinstriping or what have you uh, with uh, maybe not pinstriping, but, you know, the, the multi-bar stripe. And then there's apparently like three stars, but nobody's sure if it's four stars or if it's three stars. And if it's four stars, it might signal something else. Listen, uh, there's apparently some black, some variation of black that everybody saw. I, it was unclear to me, but maybe that's just my old eyesight. Uh, but I, I think I saw a shade of black somewhere. Maybe that's just one of the parts of the alternative uniform. I, I don't know. But here's what we know. Everybody seems, based on the, the report, that the video that they generated, to be interested, to be excited, to be passionate about it. Now, I didn't expect them to be mad about it, but it was interesting to see the way they showed the reactions. Now, the question is, is going to be, is it going to leak to Adam Schefter? Is it going to leak to Ian Rappaport or Jake Laser or Diana Rossini or somebody like that? I mean, they won't leak it officially to local reporters. It's always to the biggest national platforms that they can get. That's how that works. All right, so that's the big news of the day. Um, again, I wish I could tell you, like, I had more information, but all I can tell you is this Red Wolves-Wolves thing has not been a thing since mid-July. That's what I can tell you. Just like I told you Warriors shouldn't be it, and Warriors was a favorite of the top levels of the organization, but they decided to go against that after doing some research. But I think I may have helped that. 
I had a conversation with somebody that's very influential, and I made that very clear, that they couldn't do that without major risk. Also, one other quick thing. The date, February 2nd, 2022, 2-2-22, Groundhog Day. Does that mean that hog or hogs is part of the name? Something to consider. All right, so that's the opening salvo. That's the name game. That's what we know right now. Coming up next, caught up with former Washington Redskins head coach Jay Gruden as he does uh, as he joins me and Pete Manhurst every Tuesday on our radio show on the Team 980 and the Odyssey app. Wait till you hear what he had to say about the old team name, what he had to say about the quarterback, and what he had to say about Antonio Brown and some problem that he faced while he was here in Washington. That's next, right here on the Locked On Washington Football Team Podcast. Good to have you with us. Guys, it's Chris Russell here for Built Bar. You know it's the new year, and that means New Year's resolution. And if yours is about getting fit or eating healthier, well, one way to do that is getting Built Bar. Uh, that's right. Get Built Bar involved in your daily life, in your meal plan, uh, in your enjoyment plan. That's what you're really going to do with a Built Bar. You're not just going to eat it. You're going to enjoy it. It's a protein bar that tastes like a candy bar. And, yeah, I think it's better than a candy bar. I, I don't like candy bars. I love Built Bars. Built Bar makes it easier to stick to your resolution because it tastes so good. You'll want to eat it as opposed to, you know, basically trying to avoid those other protein bars that are kind of waxy or chalky. You know which ones we're talking about. 130 calories or so, 4 grams of sugar, 4 net carbs, 17 grams of protein in most Built Bars. Oh, compare that to a regular candy bar, which has 30-plus grams of sugar, dozens of net carbs. You know the deal. Uh, even if you're not a huge fan of working out, you can at least eat something that tastes good, is good for you. That way... When you enjoy a delicious Built Bar, you can almost count it, right, as a workout. Whether you like cookies and cream, peanut butter brownie, raspberry, salted caramel, mint brownie, whatever it is, and they're always coming out with limited flavors, go to Built.com, use the promo code LOCK15 to get 15% off your order. That's promo code LOCK15 to get 15% off at Built.com. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. All right, it is Chris Russell with you, Locked On Washington Football Team Podcast. No David Harrison on this episode. He returns for Crossover Thursday with Patricia Trena of the Locked On Giants Podcast. We are free and available on all platforms. Thanks for making us your first listen each and every day. All right, so Jay Gruden joined Pete Medhurst and myself on the radio show on Tuesday, as he does each and every Tuesday. You can hear the full interview uh, in the podcast section of the Team980.com, Russell and Medhurst, uh, or on the Odyssey app. Uh, easy to find. It's all broken down, all labeled. But I wanted to play these couple of clips back for you. As we brought Jay on to the radio for his weekly spot, he 
kind of made a interesting statement. Want you to listen. Doing great. How you guys doing? Good, Jay. Happy New Year. You guys just trying to figure out the new name. It's so exciting. <laughs> <laughs> well, we can tell the excitement in your voice, Jay. You're fired. You're fired. Wait, wait, wait a second. Did it take you off the golf course when you heard the news that your former employer was setting the world on fire? That's exciting. I don't think anybody really cares other than uh, you guys. We don't care either. Okay, we got no dog in the fight with this man. You know, I don't. Wanna, got, I don't want to ruffle any feathers, but they should have never changed the name in the first place. Oh, oh, oh you okay, just okay. ruffled some feathers. I like hey, that. Hey, Jay. That hey, with the fan base here. They would. That's probably the greatest thing you've ever said to them because I think ninety percent of the fan base agrees with you one hundred percent. Absolutely. All right. So Jay ruffled some feathers with that answer uh, for sure. Uh, some people loved it. A lot of fans loved it, and some fans and certainly some media did not appreciate it. Did not love it, uh, and made some snide remarks and all that stuff. Look, you can't say anything nowadays without upsetting people, so take it for what it's worth. All right, here was Jay Gruden, though, and this was interesting. On the Washington football team's quarterback issues, what they need, what they might be looking for, is Taylor Heineke the right guy, long-term, short-term, how they might be looking to address it? Uh, Starting off with my partner, Pete Medhurst. Yeah, obviously Washington's going to be in the market to try and improve the quarterback position if they can do it. Mitch Trubisky does not cost the team assets. He is a free agent. He's literally like maybe the only free agent. You'd have to acquire somebody else via trade or get a release from another team. If Mitchell Trubisky ends up being the quarterback, what are his strengths and what can he do as an NFL quarterback that I think a lot of people think, even if it was an upgrade just from somebody like Heineke to a Mitch Trubisky, that that is indeed an improvement from, from what you have right now. I'm not too sure that is much of an improvement. This is Heineke's first year as a starter, and I think he has a chance to get better. He's athletic. Uh, he can throw the ball a little bit. Mitch Trubisky's had some accuracy issues as well. So I, I don't know. They're very similar in my mind. They're both athletic guys. They can uh, uh, ad-lib a little bit and make some plays with their legs. Uh, both of them have some accuracy issues, so they're very similar in my mind. They're both young players. Uh, that just need some work and uh, need some players around them to be successful in a good defense. So uh, I don't see a tremendous upgrade there, but, uh, you know, we'll, we'll have to wait and see. I don't, I don't really know about that one. All right, so let me ask it uh, this way, uh, and along that theme. We were talking about this yesterday, um, and, and I pointed out, you know, when you inherited Kirk Cousins uh, in 2014 and, and you had other things to deal with as well, you know, the big knock against Kirk was interceptions, interceptions, through, you know, balls in the bad windows, so on and so forth. But then he got much better in that as he went along, practice games, this, that, and the other thing. Um, do you think Heineke specifically, like, I think, Jay, you know, we, we know that he doesn't have an explosive arm. Uh, but I also think he lacks in terms of timing and anticipation, all that. Can a quarterback get better at three or four things, significantly better, or is it generally like, man, we got to identify one thing to really work on and improve? How does? Can you kind of take me through that process or thought process? 
Well, I think that, you know, the coaches that are with Heineke that see him every day in practice, they know how much he's improved. He may not show up on game day over the six, the 12 or 14 games that he's played, you know, but they do see him in practice. You're hoping that he continues to get better and better. Uh, there are certain warts that he may have that are going to be very hard to overcome. Arm strength, accuracy are things that I don't think you can really improve on this stage in your career. It's not like he's a 12-year-old kid. You're changing his throwing motion, all that stuff. These guys are already they're already well-developed in their stage and their their athletic career as far as throwing the football as a, as a quarterback in the National Football League. So, you know, what you see is what you get. And we're not there to watch him every day in practice. I mean, is he is he throwing darts every day in practice and the game's protection? Maybe his feet get screwed up because of the, the, the pass rush? I don't know. Uh, but that's something that coaches have to, to see. But I think, uh, you know, the the – the work that he's put on tape is what it is. And is he good enough to take your team to the playoffs in the Super Bowl? I'm not too Is Mr. Trubisky that guy? I don't know. I still think they have to go out there and look for that guy. Otherwise, they better surround him with some great defenses and, and, and running game and tight ends and all that stuff around him uh, to be successful. All right, so once again, that is Jay Gruden, part of the uh, whole interview, again, uh, on the Russell and Nedhurst show. That's my radio show with Pete Nedhurst on the Team 980 and the Odyssey app. You can go check that out now in the podcast section uh, on both the Odyssey app or uh, you can check out the Team980.com. Uh, and again, you can get this podcast, of course, on the Odyssey app. And one more for you. This was uh, also fun and interesting. How about Jay Gruden? When I ask him about how he would have handled the Antonio Brown situation, his brother, John, uh, now no longer the Raiders head coach, dealt with, traded for Antonio Brown and released him in months. So clearly there was some issues there. How would Jay have dealt with him? But listen to what Jay says about certain players in Washington. Well, I think that Coach Arians... You know, they needed him. You know, uh, Godwin is out for the year, and they needed him to come in and, and perform. He's a great talent. There's no doubt about it. Um, but when you have a guy that is, is, is really so selfish that he has to have the ball or he's going to walk off the field, throw his jersey in the stands and, and leave the field, then you just have to play without him. That's just the way it is. This is an ultimate team sport, pro football. Everybody has to count on one another. It's not about the individual. It's always about the team. When it becomes about the individual, you have problems in your organization. We had a couple of those that we had problems with in Washington, unfortunately, that uh, I was not able to get rid of. But uh, it, it is an issue. And, uh, you know, that's why Coach Belichick has been so successful. It's always about the team. It's always no, there's nobody more important than the team. And uh, when you get that mentality amongst your entire organization, then you have a chance to be successful. But when it's more about I as opposed to the team, I know it's cliche-ish, you have no chance. And uh, I think the, the the Buccaneers will be better off without them, and, and Tom Brady will have success. Don't worry about that. Who are those guys, Jay? <laughs> Come on, Jay. Just between us yeah, and the lamppost, yeah. you and the lamppost, nobody's. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nobody would maybe, make maybe news out of that. that. Maybe another yeah. time. Yeah. Hey, uh, maybe you want to write my book. There you go. <laughs> there you go. Maybe, maybe, wait a second. Is somebody writing a book that may have been here? Can, can the rooster no, write no, the no, forward, I, Jay? I, I, <laughs> Well, well I get a publisher too, you know. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> I don't have one, no. no. <laughs> Jay, I would I, I would pay a lot of money to read. I've lost I had my issues. I'm very grateful for the opportunity. I'm not yep. complaining or griping, so 
I, I hear you. Started. I, I, w- I would pay a lot of money to read your book. Yeah. Oh, good. <laughs> <laughs> All right, once again, that is Jay Cruden, former Washington Redskins head coach uh, for five and a half years, who uh, I got to cover and got to know. He's kind enough uh, to join us each and every Tuesday on the Russell and Medhurst Show, the Team 980, and the Odyssey app. Hope you guys enjoyed some of that. Again, the whole interview available uh, for you. We'll come back with some roster moves and a couple of finishing thoughts on the name game. That is next right here on the Locked On Washington Football Team podcast. Good to have you aboard. Washington football team fans, again, I'm Chris Russell, with an incredible app that everyone who buys gas needs to know about. You guys all have apps. You guys download all sorts of restaurant apps. This is not a restaurant app. This is a save money and help you live a better life app. It's called GetUpside. My listeners are making up to $0.25 per gallon of gas every time they fill up. If they just download, and if you download the free GetUpside app in the App Store or Google Play right now and use the promo code TOUCHDOWN, you'll get a bonus $0.25 cents per gallon on your first fill-up. That's up to $0.50 cents cash back. Don't pay full price at the pump anymore. Get cash back using GetUpside. Just download the app for free and use the promo code TOUCHDOWN to get up to $0.50 cents per gallon cash back on your first tank. Some people drive a lot, making two to $300 a month in cash back. No catch. Cash back gets added right to your account. Cash out anytime to your bank account, PayPal, or any gift card for Amazon and other brands. Just download the free Get Upside app, and again, use the promo code TOUCHDOWN to get up to $0.50 cents gallon per cash back on your first tank. That's code TOUCHDOWN. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. All right, wrapping up the Locked On Washington football team podcast. So we mentioned at the very top of the show, the team did make a couple of roster moves on Tuesday. Uh, it's so lost, so inconsequential, uh, quite honestly. Uh, I mean, inconsequential is the best way I could put it. Uh, Tressway was added back from the COVID-19 list. Kyle Shermer was activated as well from the COVID-19 list. Not so fast, Kyle Shermer. He was then released, along with punter Ryan Winslow, who was signed last week to replace Tressway. So both the the punter uh, and Kyle Shermer. That means Garrett Gilbert stays. So they're keeping him on the practice squad uh, for right now. Uh, I think he's on the practice squad. I'm pretty sure he's on the practice squad. Antonio Gandy-Golden, who was released over the weekend, signed back to the practice squad. So they'll keep trying to, at least for now, develop him. That's the roster moves from Tuesday. Uh, one other thing that I just wanted to finish up on in terms of the the name business, you know, and, and there's so many different angles we're going to discuss. I know David's got some very passionate thoughts on this. Uh, he's going to, you know, we'll probably get to that on the last edition of the week uh, instead of the traditional game preview because, quite honestly, the game doesn't mean anything. Um, and I just know he has some strong thoughts. So here's the thing. The Washington football team went from completely irrelevant this week after getting eliminated by the Eagles and playing a dog Giants team to the most relevant team in all the land, name-wise, 
and buzz-wise and publicity-wise, bam, like that. Because everybody exploded with coverage and opinions and hype and all that stuff. They went from instantly irrelevant to top of the world, top of the meter count. Maybe for one day, maybe for two days, I don't know. Certainly locally here, it will have much more legs than nationally, but man, the explosion nationally was something. That's something to keep in mind. And it will happen again on Groundhog Day, whatever the name is, good or bad. And probably before that. And remember, that's the midweek of the first week between the AFC-NFC title games and the Super Bowl. So it's not Super Bowl week. It's midweek of that first week where there's not a whole lot going on. Yeah, the Senior Bowl. Yeah, the Pro Bowl. Trust me. Nobody cares about the Pro Bowl. The Senior Bowl, I think draft people care about. David and I care about it. Maybe you care about it a little bit, but not as many people care about it as they're going to care about the new team name, uniforms, helmets, all that stuff in the image. So I think it's really good timing both times for the Washington football team. All right, that's going to do it for us on this edition of the uh, Locked on Washington football team podcast. We appreciate you being with us uh, right here as always. Uh, David, again, will be back on the next edition. Uh, we are free and available on all platforms. First listen of the day. Now make your second listen to Locked On Bets podcast, your daily one-stop shop for all your gambling needs. Locked On Bets, hosted by your boy Q, with expert analysis and insight from Lee Sterling. If you have a voicemail, question, thought, opinion on your mind, 301-615-3577. That's 301-615-3577. All right, for David Harrison, who's covering the Washington football team on SI.com's Fan Nation, I'm Chris Russell, one half of the Russell and Medhurst Show on the Team 980 and the Odyssey app with my guy Pete Medhurst. David will be back on the next edition with a crossover Thursday right here on the Locked On Washington Football Team Podcast. Hey, Prime members, you can listen to this Locked On Podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.